What's good? What's good? So what's good? We back in another episode of Unsuspected. Yeah! This is our three-year anniversary. It started on the first day in 2018. Was it a spring day? Nah, actually, was spring. Yeah, spring down to the twentieth. It was a cool winter day in Melvin's basement. In my basement. No, we in the basement or we was in the living room. Yeah, we's in the living room. We's in the living room. The dining room. We's in the dining room. We's in the dining room. Yeah, we had mic stands and shit. Yeah, we came a long way. Look at the progress. Leveled up. Leveled up. Amen. But we here though. We've been a whole lot of places. We've been a whole lot of places. Seen a lot of faces, my guy. Yeah. Ricky Tiki Tabby. Ricky Tiki Tabby. Yeah. Ricky Tiki Tabby. out of his own house. We had to get a studio. I ain't mad at you. Look though. at us now, yo. We look growing, good. Expanding. Thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. But nah, sound like a familiar voice if y'all didn't know. Yeah, Dame, one of our uh, past ghost hosts. <laughs> he said, "We got out your house more <laughs> so we wanted to start bringing guests. It was it was weird bringing Boranda people to your house. Like, yeah, that shit was crazy. We did that one or two times. Yeah, they got your address. And also met somebody. They thought you was gonna. I already knew it, but yeah. They, oh yeah, we got cleared out of that bitch. Yeah, we yeah. Because <laughs> you was not engaged when we first started. Nah. And you didn't have nobody living there, which is you. Yeah, it was just me. And then the decorations starting getting better. Everything yeah. started getting you got tighter. Pictures and shit. You got boots to the basement. Up there. It, it, it no longer smelled like a locker room. Yeah. When we was in the basement, Wait, I was I just said I just said a locker room because when you say a locker room, you like you all magically think of a nigga like niggas. No, when yeah. I'm there locker room, I go back to football days and I remember how. Oh no 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 no! No, when the football locker room, no, not that bad. Smell like football locker room. Yeah, it's been a We gained some, we lost some. Smell like hookah and liquor. We studios. We moved studios twice. Yeah, 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 twice. How studio better than the last one though? You think so? Yeah. I liked upstairs, but the thing is, I'm upstairs. always said upstairs. It's like a conference room, though. Yeah. Oh, it was too, it was too narrow. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think more, this is perfect. It's more home, and we came out here. That's what she said too, by the way. Okay. All right. Do your thing. But <laughs> anyway, anybody got any more three year old? She said that too. She <laughs> did. <laughs> oh, the photography studio. Oh, yeah. Ricky, Ricky Savage. Savage. Yeah. He kicked us out. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Y'all making y'all little monies. I don't need y'all little monies." I was and then after a while, he like. I need y'all little monies. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Nigga said eight hundred dollars a month. He said eight hundred dollars. Oh, that's rent, like for an apartment. Well, he said th- th- that wasn't even a dedicated spot for us. Not even. He said shared spot for eight hundred. Share for eight hundred a yeah, month. So, yeah. Yeah, he was serious. He ain't talked to me since. Aww. He's my dad's friend, so he, I mean, my dad talked to him. That's your boy, yeah. He's still doing that podcast. Y'all rock the same burn. He has some good equipment, though. Whoa! Holy shit. Yo! Flag on the plane. Yeah, yeah, I said that. I was like, "Oh my yeah. god!" Hey, 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 Mel, that's a that's a flag. Hey, Mel, you can say that make that sound better. Hey, that's a flagrant too. Yeah, that was flagrant. Nah, but also we can shout out Palmer though. Yeah, I miss Palmer. Yeah, we did miss Palmer. Somebody called me personally, a friend that I know that listened to the party. He was like, "Is Palmer okay?" I said, "Okay." And that's okay. He's okay. Because they they realized your bromance was missing. Bromance, empty bromance. He said he's gonna come back. We need that. Not 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 for good. Not for good. No, no, no. He said he'll come back and chop it up with us. Oh no, he can come back. That was a quote from him. His seat's always gonna be warm. A quote. His seat's always gonna be warm. So he can gaze in your eyes. Nah, he's cool. Gaze is gaze. Gaze. It's a lot going on in life. I get it. And then Dame's here, so you know, Dame comes when he's in town. Pause. It's like every week now. Now. I could drive six hours like it ain't nothing. PJ coming straight from Ohio now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what you want to call a Jeep. Yeah, you can pretty much say that. Like in the Jeep 737. Oh, okay. Boeing. <laughs> we here. We, we have like another guest. Shout out to Sid Parks in the back. Melvin, you get you yelling? Yeah, you did. You did yeah, oh, mine was loud yeah. this time, too. Oh, okay. I'm good, good. You want to get to our real guest, uh, Yeah, we're going to get to the real guest. We got a, a big, 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 she, big she guest. She didn't drink half her, her glass. Big guest. She's been getting it's lit for like the last two hours. She's been quiet. I'm about to say, look, she's about to get lit. See that glass? That's a whole glass of Vivo Click Clip. Like a real chink. It's a whole glass right there. Make sure you talk into the mic. We're going to make sure everybody hears Hello? you. Hello? There you go. Yo, is that the only word you know? You're not on the phone, Wendy. Hello? 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 Introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are. Oh, I hold that. You better hold that mic. Oh, jeez. She wasn't ready for us to introduce you like that. No, I was like, wait. She like, had to just come in cold. So, hello, everybody. Hello. My name is Winnie. I don't know how to start this off. I'm from Baltimore. Um, I went to Willow State High School. I graduated and went to Bowie State University. Glad you graduated. At Bowie, I studied journalism and public relations. Okay. I got two degrees from there, my bachelor's and my master's. Um, immediately after graduating, so I started working at Morgan State University as a college professor. 
Um, and since then, I've been a college professor since 20, 2012. What do you teach? English. English literature. 101, so, 102? 101. So, that's what I do still. Teaching is a passion of mine. Um, I also work at Anne Arundel Community College. That's my full-time job. I'm a retention specialist. Um, so I retain and represent underrepresented minority students. How's that working? That's out? my thing. How's that going? Um, amazing. We are some trying times right now, okay. but we we're, we're going to get through it. Okay. Um, you are I, adjunct. You are a real professional. Yes, I love it. Don't, don't I love call it. me adjunct. <laughs> yeah, no. I do adjunct too, though. Okay. And then I started my own business in 2018, a wedding planning business. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Thank you. It was a passion project. Um, so I really, really love what I do on a whole entire scale. So I never want to quit my job to pursue entrepreneurship because I love helping students. So I call myself a workpreneur. So I do want to work. I do want to work forty hours a week, but then I want to also be an entrepreneur um, because they're both passionate. No, I didn't create that word. It's not trademarked by me. Okay. You should. Yeah. That sounds great. I'm a workpreneur. Before we get to the uh, shits, I know. Let's let's talk. Stay on a positive note. Like for example, do you feel as though you're giving back to your people with the? Yeah. So, on on which job? (laughs) (laughs) so with with teaching and with being a retention specialist i feel like i'm helping students that are like me um so at anne arundel community college it is not a hbcu so it's not a high population of black and brown students Mm. um so i give them somebody to connect with i have a problem with that brown but i didn't get into it okay i never represented minority students like why we got share so it just gives them an opportunity to have somebody they can connect with um so i really really love being that person because i remember when i was that student um and although i went to an hbcu and our professors became like our extended family our bonus parents mm-hmm. that's what i call them um, I try to do the same thing, just not at the HBCU. So get them to understand that there are people just like them who went through trying times in academia but still made it out. I got a good question for you as far as school. Like, how do you mm-hmm. feel about school on this side of it in your adult years? Like, um, so that's that's a very good question. So I think that what the one of the biggest struggles is right now is that it's a mixed demographic when it comes to faculty and staff. Um, so a lot of times it's mixed generations trying to solve this one issue, mm-hmm. um, like baby boomers, millennials, and so many other people that some people are traditionalists and millennials are not traditionalists. Um, so one of the biggest struggles is trying to close that gap between specifically baby boomers and millennials. It's a it's a really really thick Very line. Tough. Very tough. Mm-hmm. What would you say to the people that say college? guarantees your future and then what would you say to people that say college doesn't do anything for your future okay so to answer that question that's another good question I know is there ever a bad question Winnie? so to answer that question <laughs> that's how you know, a, I always make sure that students that's understand am I talking my bad Winnie. oh my god to you for having a PR degree because we used to have this argument years ago when I told them I had a PR degree and they just poo pooed on me because they felt like I had the they easiest PR degree ever. Oh, yeah, I have a PR degree too. Yeah, thank you. That's huge. That's yes. they try to play with Well, see, that's the debate. A lot of people yeah, like, that have degrees in communications, marketing majors feel like we really mm-hmm. want to do what they do. No. So, that's a it's a well, in my case, anyways, like it was a big debate. Communications mm-hmm. is everything. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You need somebody in communications with your staff for any business now. I'm ready to answer the question. Go on, my best <laughs> okay. Hey, yo. 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 Hey, I'm meeting with or mm-hmm. trying to help resolve whatever issues it may be. We do some fact finding and we make sure that college is actually the right thing for them. Um, because ultimately, college is a business. It is. So we don't yeah. want you to get swindled into this Too late. matriculation mm-hmm. if you're not ready for it, something that you don't want. 
So if you want to start your own business, I do make it very clear that you don't have to have a college degree to be an entrepreneur. Um, but the way that it helped me was it built my network before I even started my business. Big facts. So with weddings, everybody's going to get well. A lot of people are going to get married. <laughs> a lot of people aspire to be married. Um, so you know that when you're in college and you have friends, associates, you're already building that clientele unintentionally. Um, so it's just one of those things where I get to see what they want to do. And if college is for you, then we explore a plan that's for college. If college is not for you, then we see what you can do, even if you still get this college degree. So if you're at the end, I'm going to push you to finish. Sure. Shameless plug, the military is always hiring. Just oh, right. Right. I, I was about to say, that is a whole nother conversation. Always <laughs> hiring. That's yeah. not for everybody. I don't like y'all boss sometimes. Honestly, the military is not for everybody. Yeah. It's not for also, you can also just work and figure out what you want to do yeah. you don't have to hey. feel like you're forced to either do the military or college oh, take no, your time i just yeah, yeah. i, I so just want to say this is what i tell people it's not a lifetime commitment it affords it's not a lifetime commitment no. it can be it, it, but you have to choose it's a life a cool risking six years. Yeah, but a cool also, six okay so think about it. think about it in terms of cool this. Six. you can work a I will yeah, say that's hey, you can work a job. I won't call it dead end. You can work a job and in your mind you're struggling because you're working this job to figure out what it is you you want to do. Like, ah, what it is I want to do. I know I don't want to do this. Versus the military, it gives you a skill, it gives you a steady paycheck, it comes with benefits, on, benefits. on the back end for for life while you're figuring out those four to six years because it takes people four to five four to six years to figure that out this it's not a lifetime commitment you can do the six years walk away take your benefits take your skill and excel in whatever your passion or you feel like your purpose is but during that time it's just an option are you saying that the benefits hold up are you saying the benefits last a lifetime yeah yeah okay. that's what i'm saying so i think this military conversation could take us somewhere. Yeah, yeah, no, I want to. I'm not against the military. So right, I want to. I want to know the military. But it would be I'm against the military. I'm against the military. And I, I look up. I look up to y'all because y'all doing something I could never do. But I think we're going down a whole other. Also, what I will say about military is it does afford you a different comfort in life because you get the GI Bill, you can get a house, whatever. But also, a lot of them retire early. So about 50 yeah. years old, a lot of them are sitting locked well, inside than most. Benefits, but see, also that's all about. It's a very. Yeah. We need to talk about everything. We right. Need, I, I, Let's I, talk about the truth. Excuse me. So when I teach the students at PG Community College, I'm teaching veteran students, and they are not in good scenarios. So I'm not saying that the military isn't beneficial, but now I'm dealing with people who aren't earning. They they are not earning the income that they thought they were earning. They have problems with like medicals bills and yeah. bills piling up they're not getting a lot of what was promised to them i will say that the military is very much like a uh a, a d1 college athlete in some ways i'm gonna feel like kanye so the military does not like fat people they don't like fat people at all that's discrimination like but, but, but it's crazy because as soon as they leave the military they end up looking like me Sorry, what did you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's at the door. I have to oh, cut this part is, out. Is that us? But anyway. Yeah. What? What's that? You got a body shot. You walk out there naked? You got something on you? Shoot him? You ain't got your mask or nothing? Yeah, you got a bad <laughs> curry bag. What's up? Yeah, go, go ahead. Can take, you go behind? Take the towel for you. Yeah. Block yourself. Yeah, you got The door already open. I just heard the door already open. So someone, it sounds like somebody left the door. Oh, so you just come right back in and sit down real quick. Hey, lock, <laughs> lock, lock, lock our door, though. You lock our door. <laughs> He's like, don't let them come in. We got the, we got Damien. I'm saying, yeah. Damien bare hands. Damien built like a hand. That nigga's built like a wrist. All right, so let's get to the shits. Um, so Winnie, we heard you had a little bit of smoke for so we're waiting. Oh wow. Um, so I'm gonna give you the first one, right? Uh. What is this? Uh, what is that show where everybody used to just come through the door? Like Full House and shit. Family matters. Do it like that. Now I gotta. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's for the. It literally says. 
Baltimore Podcast Studio. Hit the board doorbell for them. I'm saying, when, I mean, uh, Bree could have looked at the window, too. It's all right. We could have mm-hmm. looked out the big ass window. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you take shots. Everybody a little disappointed. Not just sure. And that's not about flow. We were in the flow. We were in a very good flow, and it's cold as shit out there. Wait, were were we in the flow? Because they mean we start talking about the military. Well, we were trying to get it off of that. Because I don't know. <laughs> he had something to say to that. We were transitioning. Off of had that. something to say, and he left. So he just wanted everybody to enlist. <laughs> I wouldn't tell everybody enlist. Why do you think we don't appreciate military enough in terms of like? A lot of the reasons why we can shit on the military is because of the military. And we're back. They protect our freedom. So <laughs> oh, I know. I know all too well. But I just, what I, my only rebut to it is like, no, no, exactly what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. Sure. For that six years, you're, you're literally, he, he will hate it if I said this because he not. Say why you're not. You're basically property of the government, period. You are. Like, they can ship you wherever. Like, if, you're the first one out if something do happen. It works to your parents. Even if, even if it's us, even if it's something that we don't need to be in, it's the United mm-hmm. States. Guess who's going first? You. Okay. I- I would t- we dang back. We can, <laughs> we, we can shut up now. Like, right, next right. topic. Moving <laughs> 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 on. <laughs> People like, listen back. Like, yo, I had something to say on this. Y'all want to say? I'm about six hours now to see y'all back. All right, so when? So I want, I got a little bit of smoke you might have had is only women can have preferences. So talk about that. I I, mm, I think it's true. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you think that only hey. women can have preferences? Big facts. Give me some Why examples. Um, what? Talk close to the mic. I'm, I'm sorry. Give me some examples. Let me, let me school that. Okay. Oh, this. This is that smoke she was talking about. Somebody said she had smoke. God damn. I'm sorry. Long ass leg. So, so because for example we can talk about weight like weight y'all can talk about weight height all those kinds beards. of different things all that different yeah beards mm-hmm. i feel as though we don't have that same luxury and if we do it's kind of rude it is where it's a whole yeah. bunch of different terms it's, it's, a, double standard, yeah. it's a double standard i'm gonna let you go ahead um well i feel like that's debatable um I think that it's okay for both to have whatever qualifications or nah. whatever what? whatever it is that they want um, to be articulated. See, I'm not on an online dating site. I was just talking about this with my friend Jamal here. And I, and I was feeling like <laughs> on online dating apps, that, is that part of the sign up? Are you guys say what you're looking for? Yeah. Ain't yeah. that a description? Yeah, yeah, and I just feel like, is that, is that not a form of saying like what you want? It is. Yeah. But it, it, what men and women standards go by is very different. Like for example, what y'all look for versus what we look for is very different. So I think our preferences are very different preferences. I would I would like to do an analysis right on those mat on those match dot com profiles mm-hmm. or whatever and see what the guys are saying versus the girl. Let me know, ladies. I, I, mean, I wonder if they well, all really I don't, I don't, shit though. We leave like six two, got a job. I'm about to say shit they, like that. Like, we gonna talk about ourselves. I think the women right. are probably talk about more what they want, and yeah. I think that's like. On purpose, we don't want to say we want because we try to keep our wide our range open. That's true. <laughs> like, well, well, I, I think the, I think so the difference is that a lot of times women are gonna hate me for this, course, but I feel like women don't really know what they want, Ooh. but they know what they don't want. So oh, when shit. so when they're saying what they want, they're saying what they don't here. want, and men. Uh, a little bit more open-minded when it comes to that. So they, I think that men just kind of think about it or don't think about well, it. But I, but I definitely know that women, a lot of women do not know what they want. They know what they don't reasonable. want. I agree. I love I, I agree. We're more reasonable with our wants and our, our yeah. want things we can get, with things we can't attain. Yeah. We're not I trying agree. to put you in a situation where you got to reach too far. We know what we're working with. We know and we, we, and we try to do work within our uh, confines. Yeah, right? sure. And we understand it. We value different things in relationships. So think yeah. about it. When you ask, when you ask a man, "What are you looking for right. in, a, in a woman?" They'll tell you the first thing is, "Oh, she has to be beautiful." It's because it's a physiological, it's an outward appearance. I, she has to have fun. She like mm. we, you're. If I asked you what you're looking for in a woman, maybe now, but right. before your first thing wouldn't have been, "I want somebody who's emotionally supportive." Hell no. I want somebody uh-huh. who I can express my. So hold on, but stop right there, Dane. I guess we can all say what we are look, we would look for first. Because some of us are in relationships, some of us not. I know me personally, it's more so the 
the comfortability factor. Is that even a word? Yeah, anyway, being comfortable around her. Like, yeah. Is chill. Is it a word? It's a word. One on one was tough for me. I ain't gonna lie to you. I said, no, no, I'm worried. Yeah, yeah, but anyway. Let, let's um, check out Enhouse Webster. <laughs> yeah, I use Grammarly for everything. Work emails, phone emails. <laughs> you use but, Grammarly but, and still fuck I'm gonna say, how the fuck? But, um, it's like using a calculator and still miscalculating. One plus one is two. Nah, fuck that. Fine. Junk in, junk but no, but, but real talk is just kind of more so being comfortable is my number one. Everybody got to get a number one. Don't say the, the that world. That sounds mature, yo. No, I, I don't yeah. think you would have said that ten, five years ago. Yeah. No, I think being comfortable is well, always. maybe you, because you're different. Yeah, I'm different. You know, being comfortable, if I can kick it with you, chill, laugh, joke, if I don't feel like, you know, bad energy. Out in the dating scene, I don't, think you, I don't think it would have been comfortability. What's yours then? I think I probably would have led with beauty, attractiveness. Okay, That's, there's nothing like, wrong with that. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying I wouldn't be saying, like, what you said, comfortable? That's not. That's the last thing in your mind when you're out there single trying to date. You just looking for looks. You looking first. You looking for somebody the who Malibu, likes you. The Malibu 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 first, you yeah. gotta get huh? Other than your fiance, <laughs> I'm trying to act like she's not looking. Other than your fiance, baby, <laughs> and you talking about looks. No, I take she's the only one. I take that. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! He looks his first. <laughs> yes. She's hey, the only one yo. For the record But I will be 100% honest But guess what Would you talk I'm not gonna lie to you What's going on with looks That's what it was Okay In young terms Right Right I just think that In young terms I'm just talking about us now Let's talk about us now I think that now That it's more so When you compare like our generation To our parents And our grandparents a lot of times people whether it's man or a woman they they're not for like the roller coaster because love is not always easy love is very hard and i think that sometimes when we are looking for people we kind of look for easy stuff so it's easy to look for the physical it's easy to look for a b and c but when you gotta get down in the mud with people some people will bail out. Oh, that's what right. resolution is probably Some people will bail out. Well, that's my whole point, though. Like back then, <laughs> yeah. we're not thinking about that. We yeah, just we're not. Like, yo, I never, I, I never thought about period. the physical. I didn't think about the physical. Never is hard. I mean, you just gotta be. You just gotta be tall. Okay, you just gotta be taller than me. You just gonna dig anybody. You just gotta be taller than me. That that is that is that is a that's a physical. That's a physical. Okay, that's the only one. But no, hey, but I don't know who that is. I woke up with no. Hey, but Winnie, a medium ugly nigga is way different than a medium ugly woman. So you're not the same. Ugly men. You cool ugly men. Very. I am fine with. Men who you mean, look, your aesthetic does not present. Oh my! Go ahead, I'm sorry. I am okay. Now I did admit to the height because I'm a tall woman, and that's okay. But I don't think that I will only date men that are like fine as hell. Uh, in a lot of situations, the unattractive ones teach you the best. Right okay, so, I'm okay. listen, ladies. The unattractive men might treat you the best. Let me go ahead and my first relative, real quick. So I'm just saying Who's your fine? Who, let's let's get so we can find your barometer. Let's see my fine. Okay. First of all, I like Zaddies. He's very he's very polished. I'm calling you dad. I like white collar men. Okay. Give us so, a, so you wear uh, we need a so person. you wear suits I'm to work every day. I'm calling you person. We need a person so we can see but I'm George Clooney. Like George Clooney is an example. <laughs> George Clooney? George Clooney is a daddy. <laughs> he was like, all this time I thought I was a daddy. Brie like, nah. Like, nah, you just smell. You a cool nigga, though. Zaddy status is a certain age, though. But no, you also ain't got no grades, yo. George Clooney. Okay, so we're going to use George Clooney. George Clooney. Okay. What the fuck? He's a, he's a zaddy. Um, Idris Elba is a zaddy, but he's starting to get a little. He's he's starting to get a little rough around the edges. But Idris Elba is a hardcore zaddy. So you want a sugar daddy? No, I didn't say a sugar daddy. Because you think all these old ass niggas. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, these are okay. It's not a bad, not a bad um, life out here. It's not. It's not bad. Tyrese. Okay. Tyrese know how he knows how to turn it up. He can. He looks really good in a suit. Very managed. Um, so you don't like these young niggas. No, clearly. So you don't want to date nobody your age. I don't want nobody with their drawers showing. Okay, That's so childish. I don't want nobody with their drawers showing. I don't want anybody that does not know how to cold switch. 
So we can do what we can do. But we go around somewhere else. I need you to act right. Don't be getting me put out of places, okay? But what if you giving yourself um, put out of places? I will never. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you act like you can get put out of STK? Stop Say saying that. <laughs> I got all the stories. Nigga <laughs> saw you. Um, no, but I just, think that, I just think that chemistry is like everything. And from my experience right now, I'm chemistry. So it's kind of like if you know, you know. When you don't, you don't. And you just act accordingly. Mm-hmm. We always mess up because we don't act accordingly. We don't act accordingly. All right, cool. So. I appreciate that one because I feel as though you can give you can go into more depth there. But we're gonna let you ride right here. Okay. We got some more stuff for you, but Ma, okay. what's yours? Ah, here we go. No, I mean, I mean, wait. No, no. Like, I mean, looks obviously looks like the first thing you see is how they look. Okay. And then, like, say, like, what you say, like, being comfortable. If I can, you say she can't be skinny. She can be skinny. Ma got good taste. I know I do. Hey, come on, yo. Fat niggas is it. Leave, leave the skinny chicks to me, yo. I can't get none of this. Jamal chicks. got good taste, so I'm going to let Jamal Hey, listen, listen, listen. I'm about to say, it's, 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 it's like a day. Act like he don't want to be the hot dog between the bun and shit. Yeah, Jamal got good taste. I see the people who he be liking on Instagram. You know? I be like, okay. Yeah. Like, no Instagram. I ain't gonna lie. Every, that we know in real life. Every, uh, every BBW that is very attractive, you is. Yeah. You be there. He be there. Jamal be there. Yeah. Like before. I'm like, yo, Mo, yeah. baby. Yeah. Yeah. 30 seconds ago. This nigga was at work. Yeah. I'm like, Mo said he don't he got his phone on him. He's yeah. on his phone right now. I will call Jamal like, damn, how you know her? So you say yours is looks? Yeah. Uh, my young me is looks, but I mean, you still got, like, even now, you still got looks. Yeah. Like I mean, if it's a vibe though. Woman, I yeah. feel as though vibe is very necessary. I'm saying it's definitely mm-hmm. about the vibe. How you, yeah, yeah the energy. Yo, vibe is always necessary. Real now. Nah, every every man every, when you were young, all right. Say looks, what? all right. Let's put looks. Look. There. After that, it was how cool you was with it. Yeah, I, I, what like, is a vibe? I'm, like, well, we were personality. young. We were raggedy. It's, it's, it's your personality. You said what? So, <laughs> so vibe is somebody well, we you, can, you can geek with, you can go eat with, you can rip and run with, and it's just chill. Like it's not drama. It's just. Low key, you enjoy this person's company. Yeah, like, yeah. I enjoy. That's a vibe. That's yes. a vibe. That's a vibe. Damon act like he's so out the loop, yeah. He likes. No, I, I know that. I ain't gonna get. He, he, I know he's he 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 Excuse you me, fellas. What's, what's a vibe? You can't. You can't use words without defining them. Okay, English teacher. No, I'm just saying a vibe can be sub- subjective. Okay, Miriam Winnie. I'll see you. <laughs> I'm just saying we were ragged when we were young. Hold so on, I want to get Sid's. To Melvin's defense, when we were younger, because y'all are Greek, so when we when y'all were at, I'm not Greek. I'm black. It was like the popular people. It was the Greeks. The Greeks dating the Greeks. It was all types of superficial. Oh, Jenny, oh, Jenny, yeah. And, and then we grew up. I had a G. And then we grew up. I didn't date a Greek when I was in uh, college. Okay. All right, chill. Hold on, before we go, before we go, yeah, Sid, what's yours? My what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you uh, look, look for? Is it, it looks? What's that, your first thing? You that look birthday shot got it on the. On yo, the, you see her? Yo, she <laughs> got it. Yo, she's taking it. Oh, nah, it's um, okay. We're gonna celebrate you anyway. Yes, happy birthday to Sid. She turns 29 today. Oh my God. This is my last year in my 20s. Oh, I'm man. Feeling, trust me. Enjoy yeah, your last year. And it was a pandemic. It was Shout trash. out to her. Maybe three years. Oh, <laughs> right. oh, I got my vaccines for a reason. That was the only reason. But go ahead. Apparently, I ain't get a vaccine. Um, you got a baby. You got, you got the placebo. <laughs> the Johnson Johnson placebo. Big placebo. Sorry, and then he tells somebody that he got Johnson and Johnson. I don't think the first thing I look for is looks. Just because I don't have a type. So... I don't necessarily be like, oh, they look like this and I need them. It, it is more of a vibe for me. Mm, interesting. My wife, we, we almost got into a little bit of a debate because she said, well, looks ain't number one. I'm like, what? what are you, what are you, <laughs> you, you, might, you just might be, yeah. I'm like, what are you trying to say about? She, was like, but, her, she said, looks ain't... No, that was her way of saying that she could have gotten anybody, so it, you had to do more than she that. Settled. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I think that what his wife means is, and this is us now. I could got any no, time nigga I wanted, no, but I'm here with you. No, this is us now. Right now, it's about like the long run. No, no, why you? Know, Bree is not that bad, yo. She, she, she didn't even hear him. She, she didn't even hear him though. She didn't do you a favor, yo. You think she did you a favor? You think your wife, your fiance, did you a favor? Ended up. <laughs> For the streets. For the streets. <laughs> 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 you ain't holding. You don't think you're a qualified bachelor? I'm not a bachelor. 
Not yeah. now. You don't think you were qualified? Nah, I'm, you had a lot I'm, of things. You had, you had your degrees. You had, which, what kind of cars you had? The mouth just said he had No, y'all said which cars he had. <laughs> what cars did you have at the time? He had two Benzes. And he had Toyota Avalon. Yeah, he had the Caddy. But it wasn't just no little Toyota Avalon. Yeah, the big. Yeah, he did have the Avalon. It yep. was like a Hummer or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Avalon. <laughs> 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 a partnership. A whole time, his first profile picture on uh, Facebook was him in front of a Hummer. It was. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> 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 I took a home of the prom. That was my favorite. So prom. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's move on. We didn't get to the outline yet. Yeah, Melvin is blessed because Bree saved his blessed. life. Yes. Call mm-hmm. Shout out to Bree. Not She's my saw raw. No, you say that all the time. My saw so, <laughs> raw. He be like singing, uh, like she saved you. She saved you from yeah. something. Because Melvin don't spend no money. And I'm trying to figure out how she pulled this out of here. Holy shit. Picking him up. Melvin is amazing, but let me tell you something. Uh, woo, child. Melvin ain't spent no money. Bree saved his life. I know he spent money now. You <laughs> <laughs> spent money now. How much I spent on breakfast, yeah? That brunch, brunch is at least a hundred dollars every time. I thought breakfast for the day. Oh, the day. Niggas didn't want to go to McDonald's or Dunkin', they went to Panera. Oh shit. And Starbucks. Nah. No comment. <laughs> so before we get to the outline, uh, the other, the other little bit of thing, this other smoke you said, consulting about certain things is in a relationship is one way street. Are you blind, Joe? Yeah, a little bit. What the fuck? My old age. I couldn't say it because the lights are shining on me. But consulting about things in a relationship is a one way street. What do you think about that? Give me an example. So basically, um, so for example, do you think checking in, like that's a, that's one, do you think checking in is mutual? Checking in. Get closer. Checking in. So I guess it depends on. The person, right? So, so, so me, me, for example, I was blessed to have a, a mother and a father who like really cared about me. So I naturally checked in with them. So when I check in with like my friends and stuff, it's it's just because it's like my love language at that point. No, you right. So I always check check in with people because this you world is with your last boyfriend? this world is crazy. Your last boyfriend, did you check in? Yeah, this world is crazy. When he when he spans my FaceTime, yeah. Yeah, this world is like really crazy. So you could be you could be you could be on your way somewhere. Yeah, right. You could be on your way somewhere and then not be on your way anymore because something happened to you. Whether it's like it's not always a violent act, but your phone could die and that could have been your navigation. Um, I shared my location because of that. Anything could have happened. I just want people to know that I'm okay, and I think yeah. that's courtesy. At some point, it's courtesy. But you gave up on me, Winnie. Yeah, she don't check on me no more. What she used to. Oh Stop my goodness. But she spammed me. She spammed me, me last night. Should, should sharing your location in a relationship be standard? No. No. Mm. No, that's an invasion of privacy. Damn. Damn. Yeah, where you hiding from? It's an invasion of privacy. Like, why do you have this shit? Okay. Why not? Okay, so if it's a mutual agreement. In a mutual conversation, of course, every relationship is different. Yeah. So, if that's y'all thing, that's y'all thing. I ain't knocking you. Share your location because that person gonna know where you are if something happens in this crazy world. I don't go nowhere. But if it, if if sharing your location just, is why just you talk the, like you weak sauce all the time. <laughs> oh, my he goodness. doesn't go. He doesn't go anywhere. But if sharing your location is like say, a control right. thing, then yes, okay. it shouldn't be a control thing. Like if you sh- if you don't share your location with me. If it's, if it's if it's if it's giving like ultimatum, I then see what I don't no, do, that's I don't, get there. I don't do ultimatum. That's even if it don't even if it don't start there, it can get there. If yeah, you right. Have the right relationship, like it's like if, if there's no trust there, and right. y'all sharing your location, and that's the thing. You get to the point where and you check the and you're like, mm-hmm. all right, yo, I see you were here for like ten minutes, and then you, oh, yeah, then that's yeah, like I share my I share my location with my line sister that I live with. Listen, and I will follow that little um car that's moving. <laughs> And I will text her, make sure she's okay if she's sitting, sitting yeah. still somewhere for too long. And we don't feel like it's a control thing. We feel like it's looking out for the other person. Because yeah. the moment when you don't... Well, I think it's different with y'all because y'all not dating each other. So well, like, no, but we love each other. I, I think it's fine. I think it's fine as long as you... I think you don't overuse it. Over, yeah, overstep, right. overstep, overstep those it's boundaries. Like, it's like, yo, when you texting me, like, why are you here? Like, oh, so yeah, right. like, like, no, that's when it's like... like, it's like and, and I feel like it's only a problem like, if, you're going, if you're going somewhere you're not supposed to be at. That's the only time it's really a problem. Yeah. Right, because if, I, if, I, if I'm sharing my location with you and I know I'm only going to my mother's house, home, oh, and work... Sounds like me. Sounds <laughs> to the like store. Me. Then why can't I share my location? But when you start deviating from your normal routine, <laughs> then it becomes like, all right, where you at? 
Because I ain't never seen you on this drive before. Have, this you, road. have you ever had how she so, went? Let's dive into you're our guest. We're gonna talk about you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had those kind of trust issues in a relationship? Mm. Um, so no, I have probably like three relationships in my whole life. Okay. Um, <laughs> so probably so it's, not, so it's not definite. So the last probably. one was how long um, ago? Last year. Okay. So you broke up because of the, uh, when he wouldn't get the shot or something? Oh, no. Nah. Oh, no. We, that's a whole other episode. Okay. Uh, and some more shots for that one. But no, oh, I didn't share my location. I think I did when I felt unsafe. Ooh. So it was sometimes where I felt unsafe, where I was like, I could have, it was never here. It was never like in Baltimore or I live in PG. It was never there. So if I went to like New True. York or I went to Miami, he was from Miami. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was like in the hood of Miami. I would just share my location for one hour as a feature. And I would share my location yeah, you can, yeah. for an hour just so he can know like yeah. I only well, plan to be Your problem here. with him was you felt unsafe? No, I'm just saying if I was at a location because I go a lot of places. Oh, so you're flipping my question then. My question was the trust issues in your last relationship. When you, how'd you get to unsafe? Um. Oh, trust issues. <laughs> uh, that's what it comes. Trust issues. strong, huh? So for me, I think it ends a lot of relationships. Trust. Yeah, I think trust can end a lot of relationships if you don't do what you got to do to. If you break somebody's trust and you don't do what you have to do to regain their trust, yeah. then it can completely end the relationship. Can trust be really earned back? Was it? Is yes. It, you think so? Can, can trust be earned back? It's, I would go with yes. It's an uphill battle though. I would go with yes. All right. So let me ask you a question. In mm-hmm. trust. I had this conversation with somebody and trust what is the gauge and you know if you're back trust consistency yeah mm. I would go but with the that. gauge of it's consistency Again. is on the other person I think, right I, 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 the gauge of consistency is on the other person's action that's what so I, I, yep. I think that sometimes when people do something to compromise the trust. your trust for them they aren't always willing to do what they gotta do to earn yeah, your trust back works. Because that takes hard work. Because now we're not even just talking about behavior. Now we're talking about mental, psychological. Now we're talking about a whole lot of other things mm-hmm. where it's like, con- are you even capable now? The, the, like, the, the, the constant capable? reassurance. That's why I think mm-hmm. once you break somebody's trust, I don't think you can really honestly fully get it back. Really? No. no. I mean, it, it, dep- even, it depends. Even if you work hard to get it back, you think it's a I think it's there? still one of them things that's always right here that's always going to be like that, that doubt in their mind. It's yeah. always going to be like something like I know you. I know you've been doing good for ten years, but well, I guess that goes good for ten I years. Guess, I guess that goes to the argument of forgiving and forgetting. Everybody ain't good at that. Nah, somebody. Oh no, I, I agree. No. That's, that's <laughs> I agree. maturity. That's, that's maturity. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Dan. What you got? Nah, so somebody shared something with me a couple years ago, and this is what I live by. They said, trust God, that's verify it. everything else. So that's what I live by. So that sounds like a trust God. issue. So the only thing I trust. They said one more time. Sorry. Trust God, verify trust everything God, else. Trust God, verify everything. Who told else. you that? It was so a, trust nothing. Who told you that? So, you, you can't hold God. I need this source. Oh, I'm not <laughs> finish it. Is it, was it a pastor? But finish your statement. Go ahead. Sorry. They weren't, they, oh, so they weren't saying you can't trust people. What they were saying was the only thing I trust you to do is stay consistent to who you are. And also, putting my put sometimes putting my trust in you can be putting unfair expectations on you. Or putting things on you that you... I understand you, what they I mean, mean I'm saying. Let me ask you a question. If you do that, just this is me thinking. If you do that, how do you ever get to love? No, hold up. I understand what Damien is saying. Let me just talk real quick. All right, go ahead. So, even though Damien is not saying the woman who told him this. I understand what he's saying. So, what it is is, and this is why when it comes to weddings, I'm really big on the the vows in the Bible. Um. I'm not really big with writing your own vows. But because if that's the case, when you talk about loving somebody unconditionally, and that's the difference. When you love somebody conditionally, then you can do whatever. You, you can, can be you well, can be raggedy. I have a hot take, but I want you to answer this too. You cannot love anybody unconditionally. Hold on, let finish up. Go, I want finish you to add point. Point. So what Damien is saying is when we choose or when we love somebody, you have to love the whole person. And the mistake that we make as human beings, so it's not just a Damien thing or a me thing or any of us thing. Mm -hmm. It's a thing where we kind of love them until they do something to us. True. When in reality, this is who they are. So everybody does not learn the same things. 
So it's not even about your parents at some point because people used to have the argument about having a mother and father. So now we're talking about even society can have an influence on who the person is. Right. So we're talking about loving somebody. We're loving the whole person. If they're raggedy, we got to love them. And if we don't love them through their raggediness, then they they might not be the person for us. I agree. Somebody will love them through their raggediness. And somebody will ride that roller coaster and be there for the victory. Because I always believe in victories. Mm. Um, so it's kind of it's one of those things where what Damien is really saying is it's about loving the total person. We can't just love somebody because they're doing right by us. Because now we're talking about our own expectations. Exactly. And when we're talking about our expectations, we can't, rem- we can't forget that we fuck up too. Like we be we in our we have our own everybody has their own shit with them. Yeah. So we have our own form of raggediness. So even something as small as taking a shot, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like us taking a shot and drinking and indulging can be something that somebody is not willing to tolerate. Yeah. But if we if we meet that person and they love us for who we are, they'll learn to adapt to us. And I think that when you it comes a shot too. To- well, no, they probably won't take a shot. <laughs> But but I just think that sometimes that it's easier to give up than like fight the fight. So we're gonna give up because fighting the fight means that quote unquote somebody I think is that's basically what John said. Somebody somebody on somebody is like looking at me that's a lot. Conditional love. And it's our friends. Like our friends might talk about us if we stay with him because he cheated on me. But what do you wanna do? What do you wanna do in this moment when, al- in terms of him? And I also think cheating isn't much about the act, it's more so about is a character issue. So it's like something in your character well, that makes you want to It's a condition. I it's a condition. That's why I said everything condition. has a condition. Even if I'm loving you through the rag, it's something that you can do that I'm going to be like, I disagree. can't deal with. I disagree. It's always going to be something. Everybody has a something. I disagree. That's why so many divorces. Yeah. I dis- No. But, okay. Let's not talk about divorces. Because right into I know it's a whole other topic. The let, business. Let's not talk about divorces uh-uh. because divorces is kind of a cop out for a lot of marriages. It, it so, is. so you you it's, you it's ride they the put, they, put, they put conditions I, on it. I, no, you ride the roller. People don't. People do not ride the roller coaster. I like, think, like I say, it's so much. So, Wendy's point, out. I will say, I think nowadays divorces happen more so because people are they fall in love with the idea of perfection and realize mm-hmm. that somebody's not perfect. The one thing you need to know is no one can ever be perfect. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with but you. But I think that's saying, what she said. Most of them are just people that are quitters. Every yeah, right. It is. And, e- and even, they put a condition on it. And they, even they, when they said they uh, they gonna love this person unconditionally, but. They when they, when they, they got to that aisle, they said, I'm going to love you unconditionally. And then what happened? The and condition then came. when something happened, that condition came. <laughs> when the and it came. was no longer but a thing. Believe, so like, fuck it, I ain't working. Fuck. Believe that this is generational. And I'm really not trying to be funny. Mm. Um, I actually met with a 90-year-old woman. I'm going to give y'all this. It's probably a two-minute story. I had dinner with a 90-year-old woman me? in my family. No. <laughs> and you know what she told me? I thought I was single. And you know a lot of older women... She's 90, so it's a whole... It's not even baby booming. I don't even know what generation this is. She's born 1920s. Um, she was coming from a mind frame of back then, they stayed with their husbands no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, so she said something to me like, the problem with y'all generation is that divorce is such a big option and opportunity for y'all to leave somebody. Mm-hmm. And she we said... Too. She, was- said, she said your uncle, because she was my aunt, she said your uncle was doing a lot of stuff that I didn't agree with. And she's like, I'm super religious, but I never left my husband. And at, after a while, he started to see that me, what I was doing for him was helping him be a better person. And I waited for him to become this better person. Ooh. And we don't do that. Everybody, everybody we don't, don't do that. Patience. Well, it's, it's just, it's just yeah, that we're, we're in a different I know, generation. I'm going to listen back to this because I have we're, a lot to say that but you I have guess. a lot. No, yes. You are 100% correct. We mm-hmm. have uncon... We have... Unconditional conditions. Oh, yeah. Stand up there and you there say, you go. mm-hmm. I love you. That's exactly what it is. And you don't mean it. Because I, 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 I was it. talking to somebody about this. I'm positive when my father and my mother stood up there and my father said, I'm going to love you unconditionally. He did not foresee my mother getting sick. He just, mm. it, it, he, he, yeah. he, he, even said, that's in a health. Right. He that's just, a real he, shit. In his mind, they were going to grow old together. And then when she got sick, he's like, oh, snap. Now I'm in it. It's a true mm-hmm. test of love. Right. Now I'm in it. Now I really have to deal with it. So it's like you said, I feel mm-hmm. like we have unconditional conditions. Mm-hmm. I mean, to that 90-year-old woman, that's why I say we can talk about this on another time. But I'm like, 
I, I kind of admire her, but to a point, it's like, did she like Tolerance. really Tolerance give up her life? Well, I don't know because, because it's, it's something about the black woman strength. Yeah. Black women are very strong, yeah, not, and I want to tell, 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 tell y'all something. I want to tell y'all something. That's not fair, though. I think which is not fair to enable somebody's bad behavior, though. No, I'm not saying it's enabling. I'm saying that black women endure endures a lot of things not even connected to the black man or a man in in general mm-hmm. black women we we have to learn how to change ourselves even from the the moment of getting pregnant and carrying a child and starting to because we kind of shift i noticed that i don't have no children but i noticed that my friends priorities shift when they have a child mm-hmm. it's no longer even about them let alone a man mm-hmm. now it's about i gotta do what i gotta do to protect this child and I think that it's something that with men not going through that, growing, somebody growing in their body, like that whole entire process, you can't really connect with that. I, I have seen a lot of mothers who are not even really good mothers, like mm-hmm. whether they were battling their own demons or going through whatever they're going through. But it's something about that, that attachment they have with a child with their priority shift. And I think with that shift, it might look like we're tolerating certain things or being an enabler. But at the end of the day, we got somebody looking up to us. So what we can do, what we can do is like, yeah. What we can, what we can do is change and try to cater to the man when we got a whole entire human being who deserves a chance. So it's like you're an adult at this point. So what looks like we're settling or being an enabler or all these negative things. No, I'm living for myself and my child. So oh, now, now I'm that. like fighting for my livelihood. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to rebut your point. But mm-hmm. what I will say is, <laughs> if you consent, like I said, you enable bad behavior. At some point, as men, we have to make the conscious decision to show up differently in the world. Sure. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that guy that you said your aunt was saying, like he did all this other, all this shit, and she kind of just endured. There's no award also sometimes for being strong. And I think sometimes we make black women always be strong. Strong ain't always cool. Sometimes you need to be soft. Sometimes you need to be like, no, I need to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. I think we prize strength way too much as a society. But True. also, sometimes, not even like sometimes a lot of times, it takes a, I'm going to say strong, solid. Let's go with solid. It takes <laughs> a solid woman to... Nudge a man to change because you're right, you do have to change. Mm-hmm. It, right. takes a, it, it takes a solid woman to nudge a man to change because you have men who are serial cheaters, yeah, until they get with that woman who holds them accountable. Like that behavior is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Coming in the house at 3 a.m. saying you were hanging out is not acceptable, and then they're like, Oh, shit, she holds me accountable, right? She read me on my shit, right? Right, and, and you know what. I'm going to come in the house at 11. And when I don't come in the house at 11, I'm going to check in and say, hey, I'm going to be out till 2, but I'm with Mal, I'm with Maul. I, you know what I mean? Right. So I'm saying 11 kind of early, B. But I'm a I'm a night owl too, so So what what you wanna get in five? I can. Like sometimes I don't go to bed Who you with though? Because, <laughs> you because Mel when they come in the house at five no. and they may not even because they may at eleven. So who you with at five? Play in station. Okay. You had to go like uh, thirty minutes over today because I got. I, we didn't get to my topic. No, I, I just I just feel like being strong is one of those other subjective words that's why i thought it was that's why i thought it was important for damien to explain when he was talking about vibe uh-huh. being strong i might look like i'm being strong or enabling to you but in reality i can handle this uh-huh. so what you think i can't handle what you think i can't bear so i'm good all right so we i perceive you as a strong woman. i don't know a lot about you i don't know you mm-hmm. really but i perceive you as a strong woman but in your strength you gotta tell me at certain points it's just like I'm tired of being strong. And when I when I get that way, I articulate it, so I don't walk around oh, okay. looking the same way. The so if I feel like if I feel like I, I break woman? down, Jamal, you know I'm emotional. I will cry because I think it's healthy to cry. Very healthy. Um, I will confront cry, you, and I feel like F, that is what that is what will change the way mm-hmm. I look at you because I am a crier and I and I don't. See, the, the problem with a lot of us women is we walk around like everything is okay. She a and things thug. do not be okay. 
and and then we're like now it's now it's happening to the quote unquote strong like mm-hmm. you're not really strong because in the inside you dying uh, right so it's like that's I, what I worry about on that ninety year old woman it's right. like she's yeah so, and, and that's and that's what I'm thinking about gone. that's yeah. what I'm thinking about when John said an award some people's divine purpose on this earth. Uh-huh. Is to help other people, and it's not always Ooh, that's to the, a hard. Bear. That's a hard cross. It's not bear. always to that bear to that benefit, but yeah. I think that God gives it to the strongest people. And in this situation, she is strong. She has children. She's currently taking care of like sick children with cancer and stuff like that. And ninety, yes. So her children are younger than her, but she's taking care of them. Shit. And it's not taking a hold on her. She's still very healthy because this is what she feels like she came here to do. So because she feels like she came here to do it, she's doing it. Because we do things, right? Yeah, no, no. So I just feel like sometimes when we were talking about, this is why I don't like have relationship conversations with people. Why? Because. But this is why. Every, everything is like so different. No, that, it's different. But the same token is, we on this podcast always talk about. I think men have a certain obligation. We trying to not dodge our obligation. Like for example, we shouldn't. Expect our woman to be strong because they're supposed to just always be strong. We also need to realize, all right, it's times where though we need to step up and try. They don't have to be strong. Let them elect when to be strong. And yeah. what is I got a question for y'all though. Oh shit. So when it comes to men and their mature, oh sorry, I keep forgetting. I'm so yeah, sorry, sick. That's why she's so I'm sorry, loud. I'm y'all. sorry, birthday girl. Um, I just, <laughs> but go ahead. I just feel like when it comes with men, we don't. And I, and I can agree with John. So I know where John is going with this, everybody, okay? I think that at some point, men do have to step up and say, uh, you know, thank, you can thank somebody. Okay, thank you was fine. But you can also communicate and talk about what you appreciate or thank you for doing this and step up. Right. So I do think even though we're strong, a lot of us are strong because all of us are not strong. So I think that with the strong women... We we still expect we still expect some type of thank you, yeah. and it doesn't always have to be verbal. Sometimes you just want to it, 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 right. it no, can be that, behavior. It can be behavior. That's what we at least on this podcast try to strive for. Mm-hmm. We try to make sure we are articulating that we right. are thankful for the strength that Black women show. Right, mm-hmm. and we want to make sure it's shown. Go ahead, John. Because you got something. No, because it's it's funny because my wife is a very strong. Well, mm-hmm. She said, "Don't call her my wife." What she said, "Call Sherelle." Sherelle. Sherelle. Sherelle's a very strong woman. All my life, she's been very strong. She's raised by a single mother. So a lot of the, the characteristics, what I've realized is you take for, I took for granted because she is so strong. And then one day, she, we, we were kind of talking, and she's like, well, I don't always want to be this way. I had to mm. be this way. Mm-hmm. So what happens is I'm like, oh, for real? And the thing is, it's funny because that's the thing that attracts you to her. But the same token is she doesn't always want to be that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes she just wants to be her and be a woman. And sometimes being mm-hmm. a woman means I just want you to take the lead. I want to fall back, and you take the lead here. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we, as black men, we're trying to figure out ways to afford women that break, so to speak. Very hard. Uh, and I, and, Very but hard. I, I think that because y'all aren't black women, right? Right. So by not being a black woman, we got to wake up every day and show up a certain way. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Views.